0: This episode of The Patch is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy is here to get your website off the ground. It's easy. Start today with your 199.com domain. Simply visit GoDaddy.com and use the promo code PATCH. That's GoDaddy.com and promo code PATCH. Some limitations apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Hey welcome to the patch. To the patch. I think hi. this is patch number eight.
1: That's the song. That's our song. That's our yeah, new theme song. That's terrible. We're back to original podcast days where we sing, sing a different theme song every week.
0: <laughs> we got Gus,
1: Bernie, and Ryan here. Ryan, the achievement hunter.
2: Guys, thanks for inviting me to sit in your oven
1: today. It's yeah, pretty warm. It gets pretty warm in here. Yeah. What is it in Austin now? It's like 100. Is it back up over 100 yet? Yeah, it
0: is. Pretty so consistently. We had
1: 106 degrees uh-huh. about three weeks ago, and that made the summer seem awful for a couple days. But then, like, seemed to, after that, like, 90 was great. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like... It oh, really it set your brisk. expectations. Yeah. <laughs> it tempered
0: your expectations. It did? Ooh. Uh, uh,
2: look who's do you got, remember okay. a couple...
1: Were you... You're from Corpus.
0: No, I'm
2: from Georgia. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm from Columbus, Georgia originally.
1: Have you told Matt that yet?
2: Yes, Matt knows.
1: And have you guys He's had, like, Atlanta. the Georgia conversation? The, the about Georgia bonding. About
2: did yellow. you share
0: a peach? Yeah, we did. Like <laughs> that's, uh, that's <laughs> together, like you take a bite out
2: of it. That is absolutely the traditional Georgia greeting. If you see another Georgian, we both have actually secret peaches hidden in our body. <laughs> pocket peaches. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you where we keep it, but
0: pocket peach
1: for for just just in case. Yeah. So it is exactly 100 degrees. But uh, were you, you weren't here the summer that we had 76 days over 100 degrees. I thought it was 100. What? Oh, yeah. 100 days over 100? Yeah. No, because yeah. that'd be over three months.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it was it was 76 in a row, but it was 100 total. God. I don't know if I was here
2: or in Corpus, but yeah, I absolutely lived through that. I think it was 2011. That was uh,
0: when my wife was pregnant, too, so...
1: Oh, my God. She must have been in hell. She enjoyed that.
0: That adds, like, 30 degrees. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it adds 30 <laughs> degrees.
0: Um, so, speaking of Georgia, it reminds me, I, I, have you played The Walking Dead 400 Days yet?
1: I have not. I'm actually saving that for a thing we're doing maybe this weekend. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do like, a, you know that Game Time series I do, which is yeah. basically... Mm-hmm. Sit down, play a game, and play with two people. Yeah. I'm not sure I can do that with Walking Dead, though, because Walking Dead is so much Mm gibber-jabber. So, we might not be able to talk over it, so we might do something else. Okay. But, no, I haven't. The short answer is no. I have not played it yet. I just
0: played it. How was it? Short. It was just short, so a think, little shy of 400 days. I think it took two hours, which okay. is way shy of uh, 400 That's days. That's a little time. How do you feel? <laughs> it's more than. <laughs> it's like a
1: Last of Us. Day.
2: 400
0: seconds. Yeah, not even 400 minutes. 400 okay. seconds.
2: Little so 400 seconds.
1: in Walking Dead, 400 days is two hours. Last of Us, a day is about 10 minutes. Something right? like that. Well, you know, time
2: yeah. flies when you're having fun.
1: Have you played Last of Us multiplayer yet? No, and
2: well, I haven't played any Last of Us yet. You were going to loan me your PS3. I am. I'm going to loan him my PS3 yeah. so he can oh. play
1: it. We should play multiplayer. Okay. Do you, so here's a good question. Ryan is not a guy who owns a PS3. Okay. Is Last of Us worth the cost of the console? Is Does it justify Going out I, and buying console for the game? I think
0: if you approach it as a Naughty Dog delivery platform, yes. Yep. If you mm-hmm. uh, get it for Last of Us, Uncharted 2, 3, and to a lesser uh-huh. extent Uncharted 1,
2: absolutely worth it. Well, I mean, considering it especially this is the end of the PS3 era, mm-hmm. so it's... Really, only you'd be buying it for back catalog more so than anything you'd get going forward.
1: Well, do you have a Blu-ray player?
2: I do. Oh, okay, I'm muting your shit because you're buddy. fucking rude. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting on-the-fly information about te- time and temperature. So it's 100 Good degrees. Good to know. I'm it's a flower at someone. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah, I don't. But I, I absolutely think that there, there's definitely great games to get, and um, I mean, this is time to do it.
1: So did I tell you the weird thing uh, that Ashley and I did? Is she's been playing Ninu Kuni, uh, which is another PS3 game. Huh? It's like, uh, are you an anime guy at all? I guess? do watch anime, yeah. So it's do you like the-
2: JRPGs. I sit in the area, the area with Monty and Carrie. It's kind of like you have to. It's like osmosis. Yeah, you'll pick it up by osmosis. Yeah, you're yeah. just gonna see it.
1: It's just yeah. pure saturation in the yeah, environment. Yeah, absolutely. Because the the guys who make Ruby, they watch anime on a regular mm-hmm, basis. Constantly. Like I remember Monty would give them assignments mm-hmm. uh, to for the writing team for what to watch. But uh, she's been playing Nunu Kuni, which is I think by the guy who did Princess Mononoke. That art style, right? Is yeah, that... Studio Ghibli. There you go. You got a
0: fucking expert right here. Why are you looking over there? She plays the game. She's like, I played the game. I've coming, oh. like <laughs> got like forty hours into it. Oh,
1: are you really? Yes. Forty hours is like what? You got through the first chapter. <laughs> you got one cutscene. I, under I your was mouth. still going through Those tutorials. tutorials? Okay. Anyway, when I played through Last of Us, she was not. She was out in the the, the treadmill, like the garage where the treadmill set up playing Nunu Kuni. So she didn't watch me play any Last of Us. The other night. We were trying to figure out like what we were going to do. We were going to go see a movie. We talked about going to see Man of Steel. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that. But, no. Uh, no desire. I, yeah, I've heard the same way. I just have heard so many things no, that not are not that mixed. Bad. What's an origin story again? How many I, I, someone we, argued with me. I don't remember
0: who it was. I think it was JJ or someone was arguing with me, saying that it wasn't an origin story. That A third of it took place like on Krypton. I was like, no,
2: what's
1: fucking
0: <laughs> origin? What do you
2: think origin means? absolutely an origin story. There's no question that there is origin there. Sorry, you lose.
1: I don't know. JJ, we have seen Superman's origin story enough. That's been covered every possible way. Now it's gritty. You know what it is? It's every damn director and writer wants to like put their spin on it. Yeah, Yeah. like I can tell it better. Yeah. So instead of doing that, uh, Ashley had the idea. She said, "Why don't we just watch all the cutscenes for Last of Us?" Since she oh, she never played the game. She never played it, so she just watched the game as a movie and watched all the cutscenes. Interesting. I think Mm -hmm. does the story hold together? Fill in. So I, I made notes as we went along. The problem is, if I give the notes, it's spoilerish. So maybe mm. we'll do it at the end of the podcast. We'll okay. Say like five minutes. I'll talk about that stuff. But
0: I'll, I'll give you a five minute warning.
1: Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. You're good about that. Yeah. Giving me warnings, but yeah, we'll talk about maybe that at the end of the patch okay. for people who have who have actually played through all of Last of Us. And if you haven't, we'll probably be spoiling.
2: A I'll just of plug my ears and stuff. go la 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 la. Oh right. Well, I'll take you out. I'll be careful because you're. Thank you.
1: Yeah, you, you get the boot. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was pretty interesting too. Because uh, then I watched it too, and I can tell you that the cutscenes were an hour and a half, uh, and I enjoyed really? it just as wow. much. Yeah. Does it, it like, have like a? Watching a movie.
0: Does it have a just a dedicated playback area where you can just? Hmm? Okay. Yeah. yeah as, you, as you play through the game, it unlocks the cinematics, and there's a play all button. You can just play okay. through from beginning to end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it more in a minute. Though. Okay. Yeah. In 15 minutes or so.
0: When I'm not minutes. in, your, uh, yeah, I'm not in your special club yet. So. You will be. So we've been asking <laughs> about having you on the patch for a long time. So, so I'm to. They didn't know what they were into. Sorry. It felt you were uh, a lot more represent- representative of uh, PC gaming.
2: That is true, oh. as the one that actually has one.
1: I have a gaming PC. It's a MacBook really? Pro. You really? Is that what you use for all your gaming? Yeah. Hey, what's the the hubbub? Because the only thing I ever see you play PC on your MacBook Pro is is World of Warcraft. And I, I guess you play No, World you play Warcraft. on Mac, yeah. Yeah. But I've only ever seen you play, like, like PC, personal computer, I mean. Yeah,
0: you know? okay. Yeah. I played, uh, I mean, uh, DayZ, uh, Tropico. Wow. Um, I, I actually saw this weekend, or not this weekend, the, the other day. I'm sorry, I'm all fucked up because of RTX. The that other day happened. I saw that uh, Mech Warrior Tactics uh-huh. is in closed beta at the moment. Really? So, yeah, it's like a Tactics Mech Warrior one? game. Yeah, that's hex-based. Huh. Uh, so you go to MWTactics.com, dot com, I think. Well, there's another
2: free to play MechWarrior game that's that's pretty big right now. Yeah, this, you, this, one's, this
0: one's not free to play. You can you can Ooh, okay. you can pay to be a founder and get into uh-huh.
2: closed beta access, like twenty bucks. It seems like a lot of games are going that route now. Like uh, I mean, a big one,
1: Mech's are the new zombies, man.
2: They are, yeah, they really are. Well, not just Mech's, but the uh, the idea of uh, pay when you're in the alpha to develop the game, like Cube World, which is really big right now. So big that you can't get it. Um, is this doing the same thing. And that's uh, that's how the Minecraft model was, where you could ride into it in the alpha, and then you just have it as it continues to develop.
1: Okay, now here's the difference. Uh-huh. And this is weird, too, because you obviously work at Achievement Hunter. You guys are huge into Minecraft. And I was in the PC kind of generation uh-huh. of Minecraft. By the time you guys started playing it for Let's Plays, and it became enormously popular, uh-huh. like our biggest show view-wise, then I had already been like done with Minecraft for it, yeah. It's weird, because I was in that stage. But the... Alpha stage for Minecraft was what? Ten bucks? Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen games on Steam, it's like ninety bucks. There's some world domination game. What is that? It's on it's on the rotation right now on Steam. I'll see if I can look at it. It's like Galactic uh, Domination or something. Oh. But it's 90 bucks to get early access. That seems kind of yeah. Well, steep. the, well, the, pac- the Big ahead.
0: Warrior Tactic game that I was just talking about has different tiers. Uh-huh. So it's like yeah, the they lowest tier that. is $20, but yeah. then the most expensive tier is $120. Uh-huh. And I think if you pay more, you get more in-game currency, mm-hmm. and you get, like, XP multiplier bonuses when you play the game. Yeah, they're offering packages.
2: Okay. A lot of them do that. Uh, the new Marvel Heroes game, same thing. You could buy into it early and get early access and get more costumes, more character unlocks. And they just have, you know, a tiered system where you could get more for more.
0: Can I, can I get a glass of water, Chris, whenever you're done there? I'm dying oh, over here. Want to my coffee? No, oh, oh, can, can I have, have one,
1: coffee? No, I not face. Please. Making uh, nice please? But the, uh, so, you know, there was a recent hubbub, I don't know if you guys read about it, um, where uh, Double Fine did a Kickstarter for their game. Oh, right. And they successfully funded, and everything was great. And knowing Double Fine, they probably went really over their amounts. And then they got into development. And they said, "Oh well, we wrote a game now that's bigger than we expected, mm-hmm. so now we need more money in our budget for this so they're going initially they were going back to Kickstarter to try to get more money from their Kickstarter, which is like it's actually kind of interesting to me because if they were in a corporate environment, that's a normal conversation to have. it's like, oh, our budget's two million for this game or whatever 10 million, mm-hmm. and you know we need another two to get this thing done. happens in movies, happens yeah. in ga- happens in games, happens in all entertainment that is not really an option when you've <laughs> crowdsourced your fundi- uh-huh. funding for this thing yeah. or well, the or the audience is like what are you talking about now they is, understand now that the corporate bigwigs well, are like fuck you yeah. put up the game well i mean i
0: think the the difference here is and what double fine said was that once they've got they they met their goal and they exceeded their goal that they Expanded the scope of what they wanted to do. Uh. And I think that's where the problem lies. It's nice that they expanded the scope, but people who initially kickstarted expected one thing, and they expected it to be funded with the money they had. They didn't so expand now, the budget appropriately. Right. Or, so, I know. mean, it, 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 I think it's great that Double finds willing to expand the scope and add more to it. But it's hard to communicate that message to people Uh that we're going to give you more. We just need a little more money to make that happen. But
1: they already have more money. That's what people are saying. It's like you already went over your goal. Yeah, they busted the cap already. Yeah. But
0: I mean, that's what allowed them to really expand their scope.
1: And look, like I said, this is a normal discussion to have in development. You're just now having to have it with instead of... Ten faces, you're having to have it with a, like a ten thousand faces, and where people are mad, and you I think they all feel
2: it's... entitled, even though they only gave ten bucks. But listen, but executives... they were promised. Yeah, they were, were promised. I'm not saying they're not yeah. unjustified, but yeah, I mean, now you've got a lot of people who think that they are now owed something, which because they kind of do.
1: Uh, but listen, I don't know if you've ever been in an environment like that. If you talk to investors who invest money in your project, uh, they feel very entitled once they give you money as well. They, it's no different. It is funny to see the public reacting exactly the same as... as, Hey, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, Where the fuck's my drink? (laughs) uh, (laughs) It is funny... Cheers, guys. um, To see how the public... uh, I'm fine, Chris. I don't need anything. um, Is acting essentially like a board of directors now. Mm -hmm. Like, a board of directors say, fuck you, we paid you this money. You said you were going to deliver this game. So you deliver it. They had that tough discussion. And now the public's doing that. But if the public was witnessing... Say Activision or Microsoft Game Studios doing that to Double Fine, they'd go give them more money. Microsoft Game yeah. Studios, just do it. We want so, a better game.
0: I missed a lot of this controversy because this was happening while we were doing moving for RTX. As a result of this rescoping of the game and this request for more money, has that pushed the delivery date back, or are they still expecting to meet their initial delivery date?
1: I don't know. I think that's the other the other problem with Kickstarter is like you know as these things do start to not deliver what then happens? Like, the Oya is going through that right now, mm-hmm. where there's some tiers of the Kickstarter that are not receiving their units yet. Even and though it's publicly available? Even though they're in retail at this point. They're just not delivering that. It's, uh, one of the early lessons learned in Kickstarter is that the less physical the rewards are, the more likely they are to deliver them. Once you start layering in physical war- uh, rewards, people don't understand what it takes to manufacture uh-huh. and ship all those things. And it can eat a massive portion of your Kickstarter budget. If absolutely. You know, I'm sure the
2: shipping cost alone is staggering to just meet all the demand for the Kickstarter people, for the Oya or things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, as you're saying, this is a totally, absolutely normal process whereby, I mean, how often do you see a trailer for a game or... <laughs> Like there you go, Chris's water delivery. All right. Thank you, Chris. Your hands all wet. What'd you do?
0: You'd like did, 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 did did you, you like dip it? You scoop the water into the water. dip it a
2: trough. Is that where that was coming from? All right, thanks, man. Uh, how often do we see a trailer or you know a, an early website for a game where they promise all of these features and then you end up getting a third of those? Well,
0: that, but that, that process can't more, happen anymore. Yes, it's four months. Oh, well, a that great also example. happened with um, Star Command, the uh-huh. iOS game that I talked about a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. The Kickstarter promised a lot of things, uh-huh. and then when the product was finally delivered, a lot of it was cut with promises mm-hmm. of, like, this will be patched in.
2: Right. Which I think we're starting to see more of a a, a move to that kind of a, a model where you get a game, and then with the expectation that you'll get 50% more features to that game. Again, that's a, the Cube World Minecraft kind of idea where that game isn't done. You've got early access to it. You can play it now, but, but- you'll get the rest of it.
0: That As works. That works with open world games like Minecraft and things uh-huh. like that. I feel like for a game like Star Command, which I already got on iOS, it doesn't work yeah. so well. You know, it's like a linear storyline, and when you're done, you're done. Yeah, like they're going to patch features in, and I'm going to want to replay the game. Like, yeah, I don't know. If you got a campaign, it just doesn't hold up the same.
2: Way. Right.
1: But then that comparison to the public becoming essentially investors in a project, with which they they share no revenue. Uh, but <laughs> it is interesting that they do become like that because then they have to assess risk mm-hmm. of. Do I wanna make do I wanna get like a founder's pack for uh-huh. this online free-to-play game or this MMO? Do I wanna spend 120 to do that to get these benefits, which are great long term if there is a long term? Because yeah. a lot of these things shut their doors pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. you know, you're making that investment choice before you've seen anything other than their concepts usually. Right. Like right. Well, this is the ideal we have. We don't even have anything to show you that works.
1: Yeah, we really have changed the model a lot. Yeah. And then if the game is wildly successful. They really don't share it, other than the fact that they get entertainment out of
2: it. Which, I mean, that's the same pitch anybody these studios are making when they're going in for other kinds of of investment anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they still are showing up with nothing on hand and saying, this is my idea, can you give me money? Uh, It's just, it's more public now when you... Have you ever backed to Kickstarter? I've never backed to Kickstarter, no. Bernie? Uh,
1: Many. Many. Yeah, probably 20 at this point, I think. I've only ever done one. I, I actually linked up my Kickstarter to my notifications, so now I get notified when my friend, because you can have friends on Kickstarter, and every time they do something, it notifies me, which is cool for finding out about new projects, but then I'm like, hey, you know, Shannon McCormick, stop being so fucking generous. (laughs) (laughs) You're blowing up my email. There's a couple of people I follow and Shannon McCormick, who plays Agent Washington in Red vs. Blue. God, he backs a lot of stuff. Because it's not, you know, he covers theater, there's always a lot Uh of local theater projects and stuff like that, but I don't always back technology or gaming stuff but um, And then, there, of course, there's always ones that I wish I had backed. Like, uh-huh. I know you're not a fan, but I wish I had backed Oculus Rift, because then I would have one of those unicats. <laughs> you keep <laughs> doing that. Wait
0: until you see one. There were three at RTX. You play with one? No. Why not? I, could, I didn't have time. Because then you would oh, have okay. an informed
1: opinion, yeah, Ryan, and
0: uh-huh. he doesn't want that. Y'all don't have an informed opinion either. But you're When's right. I, you're right. I don't. Don't fucking uh, get, come down on me for not having an informed <laughs> I, opinion. We have equal Oculus Rift <laughs> playing time at this table. It is true. Okay. It's
1: a zero sum. I can say that there's people that I trust a lot, like David Ellis, who works at 343. <laughs> I'm kidding! I love David was, Ellis. I'm totally kidding. He <laughs> was an early wow. backer, and at E3, I had dinner with him at E3, and he said there was a conference room upstairs where they had like a space dogfight uh, simulator that used Oculus Rift, and you would like look over your head as uh-huh. the, as you pass things and look back to see them. Yeah. He said it was pretty fucking awesome. He's Why don't in his you own words, that? though. He is a VR nerd. I don't so. like VR. What is I it feel about like VR that I've
0: seen like? past iterations come and fail.
2: Oh. That's well that is a fair point. At this point we've never seen a delivery of VR for the home. That has been anywhere close to yeah, what we like want. Yeah, it's
0: like people, uh, it's always a grand promise uh-huh. and then a failure in delivery. But you gotta assume. Until we start seeing successful delivery, yeah. then I'm not gonna believe you it. You gotta assume that we're headed that way, though, right? I mean, sooner or later, someone's Plus, gonna also, make a product I don't that wanna works. have something that sits on my face. I already have a no, hard enough problem with 3D glasses that I have to put over my glasses. But it's this close to your face. Yeah, yeah, it's another, it's another need, thing that has to go over my glasses. Do you need like the the, glasses? My glasses are gonna. Yes, I do. My glasses so are gonna get smooshed up against my face? No. I can't see anything. Wow, okay. They're going to get smushed up against my face. they get all <laughs> smudged. I'm going to be able to see anything. It's going to be a terrible experience. That is
1: a horrible experience when you when you have glass and they get that smush and it's like it bends around your face. Something about it is just, it's terrible. How about we just wire them into your eyeballs? Okay. you will go for that? I'll wait for the second revision. Okay. Let me ask you this. On cornea. You're not excited about virtual reality products. Right. Are you excited about augmented reality products? Uh, kind of. To a lesser extent, but I feel like
0: no one's doing that right either. Are you talking about stuff like Google Glass?
1: Or like on your iPhone when you can hold, there's apps where you can like hold up and it shows you where the Starbucks is through the camera. Those are okay.
0: Yeah. But I feel like that's still in its infancy as well. Like Yelp has that monocle view where you can be like, where's a restaurant around me? And you just like look around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool if you're in an unfamiliar place.
1: There is a cool app that like if you just want to show off cool technology, there's a very cool app on iOS, iPhone, uh, which is called, is it called World Lens or Word Lens?
0: Oh, I think it's called Word Lens.
1: Word Lens. And have you ever seen this before? Uh-uh. So it's a product you buy, Word Lens, and it activates your camera. So you look around the world the world in front of you. And they have give you some demo. It's like $5.99 last time I downloaded it. They give you some demo libraries, English to Spanish and Spanish to English. Oh, so you hold it up to like an about. exit sign. And on the camera, seemingly... Mm-hmm. Like, it changes a real picture to convert the English to Spanish or vice versa. So if you're in a foreign country and you don't speak the language, you could theoretically hold this up and it would translate all the signs for you. That's a great idea. And it's not like printed on the screen is subtitled. It, like, changes the image. It is one of the most, it's really strange to look at the way it does now That
2: would be it. really surreal.
1: It is very surreal. It's one of those products, the first time you usually, like, this, is this magic? I mean, is like, it just
2: overlaid in it, or no. No, it changes no. words it's fucking, the words on screen? It's fucking crazy. I feel like you're blowing my mind. It's kind of like you just combine the uh, that Photoshop filter where you could, uh, you know, constructively that content aware scaling, yeah, yeah, yeah. content aware area, contextual scaling. Yeah, so it's it like is? you combine yeah. that with uh, yeah. OCR from scanner technology. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right,
1: it's the exact same thing. You know it. when they take that window and they resize it? And what uh-huh. is it? It's content aware scaling. Yeah, content aware
2: fill
0: or scale?
1: Yeah. So it's basically. By the way,
2: I played with it. Does not work. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Well, they always use a gray.
2: I'm t-
0: sure it's better now. but I, I use it pretty frequently. For Are every Rooster podcast uh-huh. thumbnail, we have to do that because oh, we, yeah, on yeah. The, our thumbnails have that left gray and black side mm-hmm. with the Rooster logo, and so the image is too wide. So I always have to content-aware scale it well, down.
1: You should explain what you're talking about if people who so haven't you seen take it So you pick an before. image.
0: I mean, it's, it's old technology by now, but you yeah. take an image, and you basically, like, resize it, and it removes unnecessary yes. data so it doesn't look like it's warped or out of aspect ratio. Right, yeah.
1: like you can take a, like a landscape, they always show the mountain with the mm-hmm. lake yeah. and the sky, and they shrink it, and it keeps all the images, or all the yeah. assets in the image yeah. on the fly, but it just gets rid of the dead space. Well, it, it does,
2: I mean, things in the, the interim, like, for example, if we went to the, the three shot, and we had Gus and I on either side.
1: It'd be a great time to go to the three shot. There we there go.
2: go. <laughs> uh, and you wanted to just get rid of Bernie.
1: Yeah.
2: It could Why wouldn't keep you? me and keep Gus, and just... Wish the thing together, and then we would still be correctly proportioned, but this area just kind of would collapse like here. the, I would the totally, logo. I would totally watch that
1: podcast, by the way. That's <laughs> a very good podcast. I'd like to see that. And one. I did
2: play with it for a while when it first came out, um, the content where fill fills specifically, and you can get some horrific things with that, especially yeah. if it's got any kind of faces in it. I think I did it once, and it decided randomly to grab a person's face from the crowd and just fill the whole area with all these Contorted heads. That sounds frightening. It was frightening.
1: (laughs) Barbara for RTX posted a panoramic shot of the convention floor before it. it was open, so it was just an empty convention hall, and her and Gus were the only people there. But Gus got caught in the panorama. And he ended up like this, like, slim, What, what I, did was I tried, <laughs> two-dimensional Gus. i had
0: walked in front of her camera the whole way. So it had ignored me and cut me out of every piece of the image except for that one little bit. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you were like this slim, like... And my or, face was looking in one direction and the other direction at the same time. slender Gus, the Sphinx. It
1: was pretty horrifying. Was I have to admit. I'm going to try to download Word Lens to blow Ryan's mind on the fly here.
2: Uh, too bad we don't have any foreign
1: languages in here. No, I'll convert this. I'll convert my screen to... Um, yeah, the Spanish. Oh, so like I had downloaded WordLens before, so I'm going to download it off the iOS, and it's telling me it's a little cloud with an arrow down. I'm not buying it, I'm just installing it because I already have it. Which reminds me, there was a story today. Let me see if you how you feel about this. Uh, so this is one of the sites I read is Polygon, and they were reporting a big announcement by PS uh, by Sony today about how the PS4 uh, is going to handle um, accessing games in the cloud uh, via the Gaikai technology, by the B, by the PS4, uh, how you can be able to do that. The, and the... basically what they said is, you will go to your house, uh, go to your friend's house. The games you purchase will live in the cloud. Oh. And what you'll do is you'll sign in using your account, and then you'll be able to download your game. And while you're signed in, you can play at your friend's house. And everyone's like, that's fucking amazing. It's like, wow, look at Sony. They're destroying Microsoft this generation. That's exactly the way it works today. It was like there was one little caveat in it that was different, which was when it's partially downloaded, you can begin playing it, which is super convenient because when you're when you're downloading a game at somebody else's house you don't want to spend an hour downloading to play for 20 minutes. Yeah, you don't want to have to talk to them. But people, I, I, it's really strange. Like, the whole DRM yeah. discussion, I really wonder how educated people are overall. That's exactly the way the PlayStation works today and exactly the way the 360 works today. Mm-hmm. You sign into your account yeah. online. You check in. Well, and, even with the
0: PS3, you can play partially downloaded stuff. You did that with Last of Us, I right? I totally did that
1: with Last of Us, and it was awesome. And I kind of needed it because the first download of Last of Us, as they do day one delivery mm-hmm. on, on PS3. Um, was uh, the first download time I downloaded it was six and a half hours, I think, if I recall correctly. The second time was 40 minutes So because I didn't, wasn't doing it on launch day. Okay. Yeah. But I, had to, uh, I sat down and played with, um, I did a record of the Game Time, which will come out soon, uh, with E from Xbox Live. Mm. And I just was like, I thought it would be fun to say, okay, we're going to download a game and play it. <coughs> but we started from that process, and I said, well, what's going on now? Like how many servers are involved in checking my account mm-hmm. like he broke down like when you go to check your your monetary account, which is another change that was made today, uh, and then he talked about how content is distributed because the way that it, when you look at something like the xbox or the p s three they're distributing all those games, and then you look at stuff like Netflix and Hulu, which are on the dashboard now that's a lot of content that yeah. just lives all of it and it was really interesting the way those content delivery systems work, but mm-hmm. that'll that'll be out soon cool, but uh did you see the change today um where beta users? For the new Xbox update, have reported that they have they are moving to uh, real-world currency and, and yeah. ditching points. Oh, the they, points they, announced that,
0: they announced that at E3, uh, but they made it seem like that was going to come with Xbox One.
1: I agree. I thought it was an Xbox One feature mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Did you hear the thing that's uh, now raising the fur on the back of people's necks? The hair on the back of people's necks for this? But they
0: can only use their local currency?
1: No, prices are going up. Like going somebody, up? somebody did the calculations on that, and uh, some of the titles are as much as 30% higher. Which sounds like a lot, but that was like a, specifically, I think, a 9 title that was going to, like, 11 or something like that. So, But they're, in general, prices are going up for some of these things. Which By
2: removing the points, the price is increasing.
1: Seems like a bad idea to layer that in at that point in time. It really
2: is, yeah. yeah. I mean, at the time, you're trying to convince people of the steaminess of the future of the Xbox.
1: Look at you, the yeah, steaminess. steaminess.
2: It's all hot. It's all the sauna. hot.
0: Uh-huh. So people were tweeting at us that, I guess, the Steam summer sale starts tomorrow.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know if I'm looking forward to that or not. We'll see what's on
2: sale. <laughs> totally
1: looking forward to that. I have so <laughs> many goddamn titles that I have not installed. Let me see my library here. So I have all my games. I have 117 games oh on my Steam, gosh. and I have installed 15. <laughs> 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 so I have a lot of games. The Steam sale, if you've never done it before, is like for one day, for 24 oh. hours, like mark stuff down 75% or 85%. Oh, yeah. And I, you're just like, yeah, you, I totally you can't want that. not not
2: buy things because they're so cheap. <laughs> it's so funny. It's, I know that sounds ridiculous, but when it gets to a certain price point, you're like,
1: someday someday
2: I might want to play play that, and it's $3. You
1: you really reach a point where you're like, I think it's actually more expensive for me not to buy this. Somehow you work that out of It will physically hurt me
2: if I don't own this game today (laughs) for that price.
1: And that's the thing is, like, there's a huge, and that's what achievements play into. There's a big thing where it's a collector mentality, and it's like, even I think that's a big thing in piracy. I think a lot of people, like, download things or buy things in Steam sales that they're never going to use. They just want the full collection. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can get to buy the Mass Effect trilogy. I've played all of them. I'm never going to go back and play the original Mass Effect. But it would be nice to have the trilogy all in one place. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah.
2: And I struggle with that, too, because I will see it come up on the Steam, and it'll be a title that I already played on the Xbox. And I think, man, these things do run so much better on PC. I'd kind of like to... Uh, well, there they do. The, there goes the Twitter feed. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> uh well, I mean, especially for things like Mass Effect Three or any of those uh, Dragon Age things, where it's got a lot of load times between maps and PC, it'll just flip over Xbox. You gotta wait.
0: It's a thing, all right. Yeah. So it was optical versus. You know, yeah, I mean, it's just hard. PCs are later
2: yeah. at this point is newer technology. When we get to Xbox One, it'll probably catch up again for a while. But
0: especially once you can download and install games to your well, you do that now. Drive.
1: You can do that now on Xbox. So people are writing now their stats. I have 85 games on Steam and only two are installed. Can you imagine a world where Ray decided he
2: wanted to collect Steam games instead of achievements?
1: That would be that would be a scary. Where the the economy would uh, take <laughs> off and raise a personal economy would collapse. <laughs> probably. You do it oh. for the greater good. Well,
0: he's already paying for all the games.
1: Yeah. You know, it's amazing to me that you can't gift games on Xbox now. Yeah. I should have. I should have. Oh, asked are they going to be able to that? do that
0: on Xbox One?
2: I think that's one of the things you just lost. You oh, know, yeah. when he came out and said uh, we were going to give you the world, but you guys weren't ready for it, yeah. so we're going to take it all back.
1: Well, now there is a petition online. Yeah. Where people are petitioning to bring that back,
2: <laughs> I know, right? I, it's just like... Well, I don't think there's any question that it'll come back. I mean, they've just got to figure out how to reintroduce.
0: I'm sure parts of their idea down the road, it'll slowly get patched back in. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, if it already exists, they were going sh- to ship launch with it. They can surely reintroduce it. I'm sure over time they'll uh, they'll bring it back in stages.
1: Microsoft might need to realize at this point that they are better off messaging individual features as opposed to a whole set because people get lost in... People, when they look at the individual features, seem to like them, Mm -hmm. but then in the whole mass of them, they just tend to lose lose it. Sony is obviously doing a much better Mm -hmm. job of messaging. I feel
0: like that's something that Apple has done for a long time where it's like you make an announcement and you focus on a couple of key features and all the shitty stuff Mm -hmm. or the stuff people might not like doesn't get mentioned. It's like shit. It's like, you know... Put off to the side, and it comes out in like later subsequent yeah. announcements. Like, look at our new awesome suppository computer. Uh, yeah. Just don't try
2: and put a hard drive in it.
1: Yeah, but you could also you it's could also it. make the argument too that Apple is uh, probably one of the most committed companies when it comes to things they roll out. Uh, because when they say like they'll turn off products, they'll get rid of stuff. I always go back to um, when all Macs went to USB, and everyone had serial and parallel mm-hmm. devices. And Mac just goes, oh, and by the way, these new computers will not have yeah. serial or parallel interfaces, and everybody's like, "Ha, huh, what?" It's like I have to rebuy like six hundred dollars worth of printers and scanners and everything else. Like, yeah, you got to do that, and they, they, and they didn't back off from that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went full USB. Sometimes you got to make those leaps. Sometimes you do. You and that's know?
0: what they said: is like if you want to move forward and make modern computers, you have to get rid of legacy.
2: Yeah. Which, and I kind of feel like where Xbox had its problem was their best ex- explanation of what they wanted to do, was when they were when they were conceding that they were going to take it out. Yeah. Like they When they finally really told you what you were missing on, that's when some of those features made sense.
0: Mm-hmm. That, and that's when people started launching potentially. And now, yeah, now they want to some of that to back. To get it back.
2: I, I, I do not see a world where we don't... Uh, you know, honestly, when they first announced that feature set, day one, I said, nah, that's well, at launch, that won't be there. Yeah. I, my The only thing they haven't done yet that I still think they will is offer a version with no connect, but now that it's kind of come to light that there may or may not be any way to interact with the Xbox in certain ways without it that may not be realistic yeah. but no absolutely there there's no way that you won't have that sharing stuff come back soon I would imagine
1: whenever you have these big leaps mm-hmm. um, it does seem like you know kind of like easy into the water versus jumping in you yeah. know what I mean uh, but there are some things like there there are clearly lines I get that we will get to a point where when you tell people they have to have internet to do. Run certain devices in your house. I thought we were there, but we're not there. But it will eventually be like electricity. Like you have to have water. You have to have electricity to mm-hmm. run, you know, your modern house. You just accept that. Internet, if you ask me, I would turn off cable before I turn off internet in mm-hmm. a heartbeat. Absolutely. In fact, I'm about to do that. Now the Game of Thrones is over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, would like, I think we've talked about this before. I don't know if you've ever talked about it on a podcast. But it's like how would you rank your utilities? Like is internet more important than... I can
1: say uh, I, like a sewer connection. Hmm. Phone line. In well, you your gotta house? have electricity. Yeah, no, phone no line? phone line. Phone line. Phone line's no. gone. I don't have a phone line either. No. I mean, I have phone lines, but I don't have a phone. Yeah. A landline. No phone, phone service. Which and they they
2: push those bundled packages real hard, but I know that fucking drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Who buys that? No. I don't well, want- at one point I did actually. I think two packages ago I had a phone line because it was actually cheaper to have it than not have it. That's how hard they wanted you to have a phone
1: line. Yeah. It's it, it, it's worth a lot to them to have yeah. that and be able to deliver those things. But why? Because it's useless. Yeah. And no one ever used it. Um. So there's a thing with you know telecom being built the way it is, and mm-hmm. Gus and I come from a telecom background. One of the big things uh, that exists, there's a lot of government funding for phones. It was determined at one point that everyone had to have access to a telephone. Uh-huh. So if you can get hold of a phone bill or look one up online if you don't have one, there's a, a line on there called the Universal Service Fund, which everybody pays into, which basically says – Everybody in the U.S. has to have a phone line. So we're going to make it available to anybody everywhere. Everyone is going to pay into this universal service fund. It's a ton of money. Like, every phone customer pays in, like, three to four bucks a month on that. It just basically says, my installation is going to cost $49.95 to install a phone in my house. Also, if you live in a ranch Mm -hmm. out in the middle of nowhere, your installation also costs $49.95. Equal opportunity. Exactly right. Universal access is what it is. And they've talked about doing that with broadband. And I think even Sweden is... Is it Sweden or Norway? They've got a bill right now that guarantees a certain level of internet access. Interesting. I think it's like fifteen megabits. Um, well, there, there have been, been programs. I know, uh, right? There have been
2: programs to that have offered government money to distribute wireless internet to rural areas. I mean I, I once worked on a project that was providing that kind of thing. And they were right. it was a little startup company, and that was their thing, was they were got a big government grant to just provide a WAN or you know, like a wireless access to, like, smaller areas in Mm -hmm. Colorado.
1: But, uh, yeah, I think George... I'm going to look it up right now, but I think universal service for broadband uh, was actually proposed under George Bush in, like, 2001. I think it was part of, like, the Telecommunications Act. No, that was 96. The Telecom Act 96, that was the big one that deregulated a lot of stuff. Um, Hold on one second. Let me see. Broadband universal service. I'll I'll try to look it up here. But what I was going to say about these leap forwards is there are clearly lines, right? So we know there's a line where certain things are acceptable. Electricity is acceptable. Let me draw this to a more current example. So let's say the PS4 and the Xbox One. Uh, the PS4 comes out and it supports everything. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's reverse it because everyone seems to be anti-Xbox right now. Let's say the Xbox comes out and it's going to support everything. Mm-hmm. But the PS4, it suddenly revealed in an article, the PS4 supports all resolutions 720 and up. And so they, everyone goes, wait a minute, they're not supporting standard def anymore. So what if I have a standard def TV or what if somebody doesn't have an HDTV in their house? What about those people? Do you think people would be as ab- upset if we left that behind? Are we now at the point where HDTV, it's understood you're going to have HDTV, and you have to have it? I think for the
0: most part, yes, but I think more people have internet than HDTV. I think so, too.
1: I think so, too. But I think if we found out that the PS4 does, and I don't think anyone's ever asked that question. Will these new next-gen consoles support standard depth? Well, uh,
0: uh, so, I, so I discovered something at RTX this weekend. Um, I finally got to see one of the new Xbox 360e consoles, the ones that they announced at E3 oh, yeah. that are uh, that are designed to match up with the Xbox One look. They do not have any analog output on them. They only have HDMI out. There's no breakout cable for composite or component. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. So it's like, how many standard def TVs do you know that only have HDMI input?
1: <laughs> Very few. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well,
2: I think the, what the jump there is, though, the <laughs> difference between assuming people have HD or SD versus... You know, we can assume pretty much everybody, or a lot of people, most of the time, have internet. The question is, do we rely on one? Will the back end of that always be up? Which is what we learned from SimCity. And two, people that just don't want to have their internet on all the time or <laughs> don't want to use that, their usage.
1: And there's that. also very legitimate arguments about features that they think they're losing, like the ability to sell used games. Yeah, which is which is a pers- which is a personal thing where if somebody buys something, they think they own it. Yeah. We also have worked in with professional software for a long time now in our careers, we know you never you never actually do own software. No. You license software. And, and, and people don't think about the that professional with, their, level, with yeah. their games. They don't think about that. But it's a licensing agreement. Those agreements that you're hitting accept to, you're licensing software. You're, you're not buying it, really. No.
2: Yeah. Well, and as you know, someone that uses Steam primarily, that's not something new to me. I mean, okay, I can't sell my game. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's just normal operating procedure.
1: But... Well, you see, now look... Here's a Steam gamer right here. So you not being able to, having to be online and not being able to sell your games, that's not anything new to you.
2: Not particularly, yeah. And that's the, a lot of those features I immediately identified with. Okay, so that's the normal thing that I already deal with. However, you can't play Steam offline, uh, but it can be a pain in the ass to do it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that that much was normal, but, and this is where Xbox, I think, could make up a lot of ground, and they've started to. Uh, Steam, because of that same thing we're talking about, will always do sales. They're more aggressive at pushing down prices than Xbox has ever been. Uh,
1: historically. Yeah. But both the, both Sony and Microsoft right now are doing massive digital sales. They
2: are. Yeah. And I saw that, yeah, they've got some decent ones going on right now.
0: And I think everyone recognizes, you know, the success of the Steam business model and these sales. I mean, we're already talking about the summer sale, you know, where you get these, these right. splash sales. I think Sony and Microsoft both realize the value in that. And I think yeah. we're going to see a push towards Towards that model.
2: Which that is something that's still... And it, it seems like it's fine to you guys. But the idea that a you know, digital version costs the same as a box version, that kind of does bug me.
1: Yeah. I think, I think, honestly, Microsoft would be very well served. And Sony, too, if they, they competitively price their digital versions yeah. to be lower, instead of restricting people and saying you can't do it, look how much better it is. You save yeah. your $5. You get the used game price by going all digital. And it's offset by the fact that we don't have to manufacture yeah. and strike uh, deals with retailers. I mean,
2: that's a lot of expense, and mm-hmm. I think they're they're kind of being a little disingenuous in pretending that we don't know that they're not spending extra money to deliver us the digital version, you know, and offering it to us at the same price.
1: And there's a lot of things too. Like when we talk about DRM, and the general population doesn't have a lot of education about DRM. I mean, it's it's who wants to keep up with all the stuff just to play a goddamn game anyway, yeah. right? Um, but also, it's like people. There's a lot of things that people don't understand the way they work. Like, if you're in Canada or Europe and you go to watch a YouTube video and it says, This is not available in your country, you're like, Well, fuck you, you dickheads. Like, fuck you, HBO, because, you know, I want to watch this here and HBO is yeah. a bunch of shitheads. They're actually not. That's actually because the rights have been sold to someone in your country and uh-huh. that someone in your country, a business in your country, is blocking it from being shown because they're protecting their business and the rights that they have purchased in more, more territory. Distribution. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually, it's it, otherwise, you know, American media companies would just take over everything. Mm-hmm. Now that they can get their tendrils into every country with the internet and IP delivery, why would they strike deals with local companies? So, they, it would bone them. But uh, likewise, too, it's like, um, when we look at, like, Microsoft and Sony, they, I, I kind of like to see them kind of take the lead on things as opposed to following the wake. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I mean, you know, the legacy of the Wii is going to be, like, it's a console that everybody bought nobody played and then both sony and microsoft just like fell in line trying to capture whatever that we had and we had these fucking motion control things that i personally that's how i am with your vr i mean to me yeah. the most disappointing thing uh, in, in everything is that the, when you see screenshots of both the xbox 1 and the ps4 there's motion controls in both of them it's okay. like a major no one ever talks about whatever that ps the move eye is or whatever what it's oh yeah it the move? eye it's has kind well, an eye, an eye too. Yeah,
2: there was that was two different things I think, right? right? There was the eye that they used for that one. There was a card game. Yeah, f- it was kind of like an augmented reality yeah, or something. Yeah, which what five people played, and then there the move controller.
0: So, yeah, I saw someone showing screenshots of uh, I think it was uh, it was a game review website. I don't know if it was GameStop or someone. they were showing like they were playing a PS4 uh-huh. pre-release game. And then they started complaining because they realized that the blue light on the back of the controller was like reflecting in the TV. Because a lot of the the high-gloss
2: TVs, you could actually very clearly see the back of it. And that's going to be a thing. If those things worked like they want them to work, that's another one of those things. And maybe this is where the the Oculus Rift is for you. If it functioned like you would want that kind of thing to function, and I haven't played with the one, maybe they got it right this time.
0: I've got it connected
2: home. It just doesn't keep up with you. If it could keep up with you,
0: or if there's a compelling gameplay reason or a mechanic that makes sense to have it, which you can't do that until you get it to follow you right. Right. Until it can keep up with a human body, you can't have a really immersive interaction
2: with it because it's.
1: Ha. Well. Oh, there it goes. uh Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen. I'm one of those guys where I put a sticker over my (laughs) my camera on my laptop. Yeah, I don't. I don't like an eye staring at me all the time, mm-hmm. and a microphone active. I don't. I don't want that. A little creepy, house. yeah. And I don't want it on all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I would like to see. They collect a lot of metrics. Yeah. I mean, they collect a lot of data on how things are used. They have to see b- both Sony and Microsoft how few of their motion controllers are plugged in versus how many are bought. They have to have that data.
0: Which is probably why you're required to have them plugged in now. Yeah, yeah. but
1: that's the approach. It's like why require it? Just make it make it better or give it some kind of advantage, you know, to, to doing it. <laughs> here,
0: let me let me read this thing okay. here. I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. GoDaddy is here to get your website off the ground. It's easy. Start today with your 199.com domain. Simply visit GoDaddy.com and use promo code PATCH. That's GoDaddy.com and promo code PATCH. Some limitations apply. See website for details. And speaking of Steam sales, we've talked about this before, how ridiculously cheap it is to buy a website domain now. Yeah, it really is. Like a buck ninety nine, we grouse all the time about how it used to be seventy bucks a year, mm-hmm. and now it's just like super cheap. I and think I
2: I run, I have my uh, I set up a website for my mother's business, and I think every year that pulls a ten bucks out of my account to keep that thing running.
0: Yeah. All right, sure. And, yeah, so and it's and like if you have any reason at all, just uh-huh. go register a domain. Yeah, figure it out. Like for two bucks, it's like the same sale. It's like <laughs> you almost it would be dumb. It's like you're losing money by not registering uh-huh.
1: it. Yeah, Gus registered has historically registered so many. URLs, It's amazing. Like, you think of an idea, and you look it up. That used to be the first thing you would do is look up a URL. You know? It's like
0: when, when, when I first got my Sidekick, which was, like, the first phone I had that could, like, uh-huh. issue, I could issue who is commands via, It was like, I would always do that, like, who is, and then, like, looking up domain names to see if they were registered or if I could buy them. I bought a domain. The first mobile domain I ever bought was on my Sidekick, too. I remember we were driving around Seattle, and it was, like, a dumb, a dumb name I had. So many, how many do you have in your catalog right now? Uh, I let some of them expire, as I don't do things with them for years. I think right now I've got, like, 35 or something. (laughs)
1: Uh, So somebody just sent in, let me credit the person who wrote this in. This is Sebastian Jacobson. Uh, I can't see his username on Twitter, but he wrote in, said it was Finland uh, was the one who passed uh, Internet Access. Well, actually, this is 2009. There's something (laughs) new and more recent that I read. Uh, But Finland became the first country in the world to declare broadband Internet Access a legal Right. Uh, this is 2009, so it was 1 megabit per second was the minimum that they uh, required. And the country's aiming for t- speeds that are 100 times faster, 100 megabits per second for by uh, 2015. Nice. That's so, but maybe this there. is what I read. They're yeah, trying right. to reach 100 megabits per second for every citizen in the country by 2015.
0: Great. So uh, I just want to point this out real fast since you're looking at Twitter. Yep. Someone finally recommended an uh, all-in-one keyboard and mouse to us, trackpad.
1: Why it took someone to tweet that to us? And because I had it.
0: bought some that didn't work. I had bought a bunch of them that were like pieces of shit. Specifically, the mouse never had the right range. So I don't even remember who tweeted us this recommendation. But where's but the other end of that you.
2: computer? How far is it
1: having to go?
0: It's behind you. Oh, okay. It's back over there, off off camera.
1: Uh, and then another user wrote in. Uh, this is that brick whale on Twitter. He wrote, uh, "But hey, the patch with buying games on demand." You have to have a credit card and shit. You can't just use cash to get those games. How are That's you going to put cash in your computer? Well, I just say what they <laughs> what they're saying is like <laughs> he can go to a GameStop right now and pay cash for a game. If it's all digital, he can't. I argue you totally could. You go to Walmart, you buy an Xbox gift card. Gift Wait. cards are like let me Let me tell you that's something. True. Every corporation in America wants to make gift cards because yeah. it's money that expires yeah that's like the greatest and they get ever. A,
2: usually we'll get a little cut on it too when you try and use it or somebody somebody yeah. will pay well a little bit of money on
1: it for my kiddo uh I thought it would be great to teach him monetary financial responsibility mm-hmm. at an early age, so when we did the allowance, I thought i 'm gonna go way progressive i'm gonna get this kid a visa prepaid visa and give it to him and all the ones I looked at, they were like five ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. They, they pull out of it to maintain, mm-hmm. and the kid's got to keep like a forty dollar balance, maybe you know, total uh, in it. So I was like, holy cow! But yeah, gift cards, people love them. Which, what, what did we read one time? The Best Buy wrote off in a quarter for expired gift cards got, that went unused. It was it was
0: around a billion dollars, wasn't it? I'll look it up. Something ridiculous. I
1: don't think it was that much. That's a huge amount of money.
2: I mean, the other thing about any kind of card, especially credit cards, any you know, debit card that you use. Uh, you don't ever see it, but on the backside, the retailer that accepts that card has to pay money to the processing. Right. It's so a, a
0: couple. It's a small percentage. It is. It's a small, but it's a little bit. I feel ever. like they abuse that sometimes. Like there's oh, yeah. a There's a local food Absolutely. truck that used to require a minimum mm-hmm. uh, to use a credit card, and they charged, like, a $3 service fee. Uh-huh. And I would get pissed off at them because I said, I'm coming here. I'm buying like seven bucks worth of tacos. And you're charging me a three fucking dollar service fee. I said, I run an online business. I know you're probably spending at yeah. max 3% of a uh-huh. transaction fee on this. I said, it's only costing you several cents yeah. to get this done. <laughs> but you're passing on, you know, essentially a 50% surcharge. They're like, "We'll waive a credit card fee for you? I was like, that's <laughs> not the fucking point. The point is like all the other people in line that you're just making a ton of money off uh. of. And you're passing it off as, oh, we're a small business. Convenience and, fee, man. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, I can't find this article on this. I mean, I'll look it up still.
2: Are we still living in a world where you need cash that often, even Some people need it. for anybody?
1: Well, young people.
0: yeah,
2: young,
1: Like my my 11-year-old, huh. if he wants to buy a game with his allowance, how's he going to do it? He He's to come to me, and it's harder for them to make those, you know. All
0: right. Yeah, it's it's funny. We're going to Australia soon, and uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, am I going to have to take cash down there, or can I do everything with a credit card? So I think I'll pull some cash out just in case just to have it but i think everything should be fine with a credit yeah. card i mean a lot of times you
2: can go to actually the, the times that i've traveled abroad you could go to an atm and stick your card in as long as it had one of the yeah. the logos on the back and you could get local currency with pretty decent rates
0: yeah normally that's better than the rates you get at currency yeah, exchange places yeah a lot of times especially at the cut. airport
2: now you may get a back end charge for doing it Yeah. that makes it kind of i just wild. got
0: a new credit card that has no foreign transaction fees hey. i'm so excited about
1: are you really <laughs> yeah
0: like, it's like the uh, the the worries of a of a frequent traveler. <laughs> You're
1: gonna hit for all the foreign fees.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to go back real fast and talk about Walking Dead 400 Days. I felt like we kind of
1: uh, uh, another user here, real quick, said that ca- in California now they passed a law that said uh, gift cards are not legally allowed to expire. Canada, ha. California.
0: Really? Everyone's saying Canada on my feed.
1: Oh well, California maybe and Canada too. Let me just check. Oh yeah, Twitter. California. This is user generated content. We take make no claims for it. <laughs> uh,
0: so I, you know, like I said, The Walking Dead 400 Days. It's about 2 hours long and I found I it was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it as much as the original episodic content. Okay. Like I felt like the 400 days is essentially five stories. They're all really quick and they're they're over before you really get invested in any character. Are they like attack like on was,
2: to the original or It's like yeah. it's totally separate stories. Totally separate. Okay. So
0: I feel like you don't get time to get attached to the characters and each story is essentially two or three questions with almost no gameplay. Two or three questions and it's like Walk from here to
1: here. It's so an interactive fiction. They, they sent you a vignette, yeah. essentially. Yeah.
0: Listen, and it's like a very, very watered-down version of the greater game. Yeah. I'd rather have seen another chapter all fully fleshed out instead of these five individual uh-huh. stories.
1: Well, yeah, and obviously they got it so right with the relationship between Lee and Clementine, mm-hmm. and you were so invested by the end of that thing. Holy moly. That was... That was, that was you are played the
2: I haven't yet. Uh, uh, <laughs> I bet it's going to <laughs> up on <laughs> the... Uh, I bet it's gonna. We'll see it on the summer Steam sale. Absolutely, I buy that game. Yeah,
1: I, that's what.
2: The other thing is, I always want to play things on PC, but now because I'm hanging out with people with stupid large achievement scores, sometimes I kind of feel like I should play it on the Xbox just to get mine mm-hmm. a little closer. I don't know. I went over forty thousand now, so I think I'll forty thousand.
1: Yeah. But now I don't care as much.
0: Yeah, I think you're catching up fours. For me. I'm somewhere around there. Yeah. What
2: are you talking about
1: for gamer score? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at like eighty-five thousand. Man, when Jeff started Achievement Hunter, we were, like, racing all the okay. time. And, like, some of the early stuff we did in Achievement Hunter were all achievement races. I love doing those things. Um, we did that, uh, did you ever see the, the Mile High Club run videos that we did? No. Uh-huh. So it was, like, the first ones we ever did. We weren't even on YouTube at that point. We were doing them on the journals on the site. And it was, like, we did a race to complete. The first thing we ever did was we had a bet to who could, the moment Modern Warfare came out, mm-hmm. um, who could complete it 100% of all the achievements mm-hmm. the quickest because we saw there was no multiplayer achievements. There was only single-player achievements. So we spent an entire weekend doing it. It all basically boiled down to the last achievement, which was finishing Mile My High Club. Club in two minutes. Oh, that one was fun. I, I could probably still do that today from muscle memory, just so doing that thing. I was, so.
0: you know, for rtx Nico was down here, and I was talking with him one night. He was talking about how he finally played Modern Warfare. He hadn't gotten around to it, but he finally got through it and finished it and thought it was a great game and this and that. And I was like, oh, did you get the Mile High Club achievement? And he goes, the what? <laughs> goes, the Mile High Club achievement. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like... You know, after the credits, there's that final mission in the airplane. He's like, what? I was <laughs> like, when you're done with the game, there's another mission. You're on the airplane. You have to, like, save the president's daughter or something. He's like, I've never seen that. I was like, there's another fucking level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a good one, too. Yeah, God. And get, that's
1: why you should sit through the credits. Nico yeah. had a really cool thing. I liked, like, like, performance-level achievements. And Nico had one where uh, he had an account. He had 1,000 gamer score. That was it. Dead even 1,000. And it was all in Halo 3. Nice. That was it. Like, he had, a, he had 100% of one game and got no achievements in anything else. He had that for like two or three years. Which, that, I
2: mean, that's not even 100% of Halo 3, right? That well, the was before was. DLC. Okay. Yeah, it was
1: before DLC. And, you know, he, yeah, he didn't go get the perfection <laughs> achievement or whatever that is after, afterwards. Oh, that was a oof. Yeah. So, um, wrapping up here real quick, we're actually coming close to the end of our time. We
0: have, we started just a couple minutes late. So, yeah, we have like 10 minutes left.
1: Oh, great. Uh, I was hoping at RTX, uh, one of the games that we had playable that was a really cool deal was Ubisoft brought. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4, uh-huh. and it was in your massively crowded Achievement Hunter corner of the yes, convention center.
2: Sorry to everybody that waited in that line. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we got to play it on uh, the main stage, actually. We did the uh-huh. Let's Play. It was a lot of fun, honestly. That new uh, the pistol mode was a very different kind of gameplay from anything so I've you done. You have in, to
0: kill someone with a gun. You have to and use, use pistol the pistol. Yeah.
2: And then, not only that, but you have a... Uh, and obviously, it's really hard to get away when someone's going to shoot you from afar, so you could tell when someone targeted you. And then the mechanic was essentially you could spawn a shield that would protect you from one shot, uh, and then you would had to try and get away. You just, uh, even going sometimes behind obstacles wasn't enough to really elude the bullet. So uh, you had to get through the doors or use the shield in a timely fashion. So it was a lot faster, a lot less stealth-based, a lot more intense uh, than any other Assassin's Creed gameplay that I've played. Uh, and the the regular gameplay that we did for the, the first couple rounds Uh, seemed like a little more streamlined than in the past. There was, I don't know if it was the game type we were playing or just that's what they're going to. I've
0: heard heard people say that, that they feel like mm -hmm. it's a lot more streamlined.
2: There was a little bit less uh, emphasis on stealth to some degree because it seemed like you got the same points whether it was stealthy or not. Just getting them was the point. Uh, But no, it was really a lot of fun. It ran great. It looked beautiful.
1: You guys Uh, have done a lot of Let's Plays in Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's Creed 3 multiplayer do yeah. you, I mean, do you well, like those have. other games?
2: I've only been in one of those. Oh, okay. So I've only okay. played maybe four. That was probably the sixth game of Assassin's Creed multiplayer that I played.
1: It seemed like a lot of fun. I have I've, never, really I've never played Assassin's Creed multiplayer. It's yeah. never been a franchise that really grabbed hold of me.
2: It's it's very different from most other of that genre. Uh-huh. Um, the, you know, the emphasis on being stealthy and being, but aggressive at the same time. Uh, and, I yeah, I think this is a really good outgrowth of that. It looked fantastic. Uh so you know that's I guess the first next gen title really that I've played with. Uh, so no, if if that's the direction we're going, I think it's going to be impressive once we get to the Xbox One and the PS4.
1: Speaking of next gen, yeah. the uh, GTA V gameplay oh, trailer yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, people are fucking begging for us to talk about it. Yeah, well of course.
1: Uh, it was. Did you did you watch the yeah. gameplay trailer? Yeah. yeah well, what did you think? Uh,
0: I think it's going to be interesting. The most interesting thing I thought was the fact that. You can toggle between the three protagonists. Uh-huh. Yes. And then when you're not controlling them, they're off doing their own thing. Right. Uh-huh. So well, like, I think you just jump to different
1: points in the storyline. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, it's like, it seems to me like Mass Effect, where you have companions you take on missions, if you could just, like, possess Garrus in a moment. Like, he does his own thing. Yeah, but he's
0: not with you. Yeah, he's somewhere it else. It seems like the, the three characters could be totally in different parts of the map mm-hmm. doing different things.
1: Oh, I got the feeling that was, like, between missions. Like, when you're running a mission.
2: Well, it was both. Yeah. Yeah, they
0: kind of demoed both
2: ideas where one, you were supporting yourself doing a mission, you know, just a quick select to hop between characters. And two, in your downtime, like your free play, you could just hop between whoever and just mm-hmm. drop in on whatever they were doing in their daily life, which knowing Rockstar. There's gonna be some good stuff in yeah. there. I'm sure you will drop in on somebody doing something. Yeah, you,
0: know, <laughs> you heard it here first.
2: You somebody somebody doing something. What's character's name? Anybody remember?
1: Uh, I don't know, Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> Cletus and the chopper. We're gonna come back and be so mad at ourselves later because you know they'll be a synonymous as, like Nico and Roman. <laughs> we just don't know them now because they're so new. This looks like fun. Where, they, where it cuts out to the sniper. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 It looks like it's oh, you had you a little you D-pad. Oh, the shot nope. All right. Well, there we yeah. right.
2: uh-huh. a little D-pad or something quick select where you just hop between you know who's available. I'm right. I'm curious to see how dynamic that is, like how often you can actually make use of that? That seems like a lot of extra work in any given mission to make sure that you could do something interesting with each. Right. Mm-hmm. And what do the other characters do when you're not controlling
0: them? Yeah. Are it they going to It could be gimmicky. Yeah. So uh, you know, but Rockstar typically pulls stuff off really polished and well, that's true. And it looks good.
1: I was I was most impressed by a, the last shot at the end, which showed all the, uh-huh. the tags of names over people in the open world in the multiplayer environment. That was like, and they totally teased that. And they were like, we'll show you that later. It's like, that <laughs> <flying out> was <laughs> awesome. Uh, but then I was most impressed watching it is the scope of the open world where they had like uh, wildlife oh, yeah. and they had like underground urban decay areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it, had I seen this earlier in development, I would say, no fucking way. They're getting that in. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's concept. But the fact that this game was already supposed to come out. This game was supposed to come out in May, like right around the time of Last of Us. Right. <laughs> I know they were timing the, the, the delivery date uh, of, ma- the, the release date of Last of Us to kind of like stay out of the way of GTA V. Um, but then GTA V got moved to the fall. So it's still close enough, to I think, to where um, anything you see, they've got to deliver on and right. they will deliver on. So that, that open world just looked insane to
2: it me. It did, yeah. And the other thing I really liked, too, watching it was, Uh, you see a little bit of gameplay where he's actually shooting, you know, walking around. And it looked like that was a lot more fluid and smooth than... GTA 4, the mechanics of that were a little sluggish. I mean, sometimes it's kind of hard to get your reticle to move around. Uh, And that looked really quick, like he just popped, you know, person to person. The aiming seemed a lot tighter.
1: Yeah, GTA, GTA 4 to me was great... On a macro level, and then as you got more micro, it got a little bit harder. Like there was an achievement associated with counter punches mm-hmm. with, with the melee combat, and that always just seemed a little like eh, maybe I'll get him, maybe I won't. Didn't feel really? like I was really up to me if I was going to beat this guy up or just not.
0: FYI, we're about five minutes out. Okay, okay. I said I was going to warn you.
1: Okay, two. Uh, t- before we get to talk about Last of Us and get kind of a spoilerish part of the patch for Last of Us, warnings in advance. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about is Archex. Uh, 343 Industries was out there, and they had some very cool reveals. Uh, They revealed a new uh, update for the game, which is going to have new uh, armor packs and new weapon packs. It's the Champions Bundle. The Champions Bundle, there you go. Uh, And then they showed off uh, Vertigo, a new map, which was gorgeous, Um, and I can't wait to see that. Pitfall,
0: Uh, which is a remake of The Pit. Which
1: Uh came along with a new game type, which is near and dear to our hearts. It's a sports game type. It's called Ricochet. Uh, where they have now a dedicated ball, which looks like a combination of the oddball and a monitor together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a sports game type where you have the ball, and you can pass it. There's a mechanic in the game now for actually passing the ball. And you can score in the goal from a distance by, like, shooting making it. a shot yeah. and shooting it in. Or you can run it in for more points. And we got to play that on stage. Uh, and unlike Griff Ball, uh, it, it, it doesn't use just hammers and swords. It uses all the weapons. Uh, so it's, and there's a
0: new armor set that looks like like a football helmet. Oh, yeah. It Looks like a sports.
1: Yeah, it almost sports looks like thing. a like a lacrosse helmet. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> with, It's got the the steel grid on it, which is funny. The guys in armor who are what? shooting each other <laughs> <laughs> with this face mask thing on. Yeah, and one of the uh, one of the cool things too, they're they're bringing back the uh, in the armor pack, uh, bringing back the ODST helmet they showed off, and then they showed off the Mark V helmet, which yeah. is like this awesome like low res, janky looking helmet. It's just like I, you know, obviously that's near and dear to our hearts because. A, Ricochet is a lot like Griffball, and the Mark V helmet is, you know. I wish multi- that's
2: how technology really progressed, where it started off really blocky and low-pixel and then slowly became high-res, like newer yeah. laptops. Well, I guess it kind of is how it ha- looks. I mean, if you look at an old laptop versus what we have now, it's like oh. all streamlined. Like
1: and- the old lug tops, you know, uh-huh. and stuff like that. I always said that um, I went back and watched RoboCop, and... Oh, I should talk about this for a second, by the way, because people asked about my case. Um... The last last week, I think, on the patch, I was talking about my iPhone case, which is a it's a credit card case that, like, my credit cards live on the back of my iPhone. Everybody has been asking me about this on Twitter, what it's called. It's called a Boost case. It's a B-O-O-S-T case. I got it at Urban Outfitters is where mm-hmm. I got it. But it's, a, um, it's the Boost case plus wallet. I think there's also when you get the, the battery hangs off the back of it. Um, but, yeah, we said, like, I went back and watched RoboCop, the original mm-hmm. RoboCop, and there's a thing where they track RoboCop, uh-huh. and he's got, like, a device in him where they can track him. And the bad guys are holding the thing in their hand. It's about this thick, Uh and it's, like, this wide, and it's got, like, a red, like, Mm old-school LED in the middle of it, and it's got, like, a shitty map (laughs) of the city. I'm like, hmm. And I was thinking, wow, my device I have in my hand is better than what they could fake in the 80s. They couldn't come up with a fake version that was better than what I have. Like, this would have seemed unrealistic at the time. Right. It's like, yeah, no no way no one will have that. So we have two minutes out. All All right. Any more things for Ryan? Anybody got anything they want to talk about? Twitter's not that immediate, right, so no, I guess not. Right.
2: Beat it. Right. Well, see you guys. Unplug. Love you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I'll unplug you there. Thank you. Please do. So you can get away. There you go. Right. Get out of here. Okay, so you want to talk a little bit about Last of Us. So you,
0: she watched all the cinematics from beginning to end.
1: Yeah. So we were... So if, by the way, if you're listening to this... Why don't you, why don't you pass off your mic to Ashley in case she wants to jump in? If you're it.
0: listening to this or watching this, we're going to... We very, talk a lot about spoilers for The Patch, or for uh, Last of Us. <laughs>
1: you look so depressed there so, for a second. Uh,
0: so I'm just letting you know you should stop listening or stop watching if you have if you care about spoilers for Last of Us. Um, so what was the story complete? Could you get the whole story just by watching the cinematics?
1: Uh, I would say no, you can't. And I took notes when we were watching it. And maybe Ashley can kind of jump in here for a second and just, like, ask us questions. Ashley, jump in here, and we'll plug you in. Uh, but basically there were gaps, and there were important moments in gameplay uh, that didn't translate in the cinematics. Specifically, we're not going to do a spoiler cast on Last of Us because it's a pretty straightforward story. Hello, Ashley. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. One minute. So, um, you know, there's a big moment at the end of the game with the surgeon. Yes. And it's in gameplay. One of the criticisms I have of Last of Us is that because it's in gameplay, it seems like a choice, but there's no choice involved right, with no choice. that. Yeah. So it should be in a cinematic.
0: Well, I've heard them talk about how that... They, they did a lot of playtesting on that. Naughty Dog did a lot of playtesting on that. And that initially, that scene played out as a cinematic. Uh, but they reverted it and decided to make it gameplay.
1: I, I that think they went back and forth a lot on that
0: specific moment. I
1: think it should have been a cinematic. If you're not going to give the player a choice, like let the surgery go forward. You don't necessarily have to shoot the surgeons, though.
0: You sit there forever in the room? You can shoot one of them. It's a question of whether or not you shoot the other ones.
1: Oh, well, that's okay. I guess. That makes sense. I mean, you could have come out of the cinematic and had that choice, too. Yeah. Right, you shoot surgeons. Well, it, you didn't see it. <laughs> you didn't see because you didn't see the cinematic. So that that's not even included. Yeah, when you're taking
0: Ellie away from the Firefly. Okay, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the
3: last I see is um, uh, he he's being marched out, like Frog marched out, and he like attacks the and then he comes up in the elevator with Ellie. And I was like, it all went great. Yeah,
0: yeah, you go through like a long thing where you fight, and then <laughs> you have a like horrible battle too at the end. Yeah, they have Ellie. She's under anas- anesthesia, and uh, you have to like shoot the surgeons, Me plug in? or shoot at least one surgeon. You need a plug in here? In order to uh in order to in. uh get out of the of the hospital.
1: Okay, so ask real questions. Like what was one of the things that you missed um, in it? Okay, so the first big the
3: beginning. Jump. The the beginning, all you see is, you know, uh, uh, Sarah falls asleep and then she's we're right? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. only so watched Cinemax. Yeah. She's getting shot. There is there there's nothing in between um, you know, how you know Her falling phone. asleep and getting shot. There's there's a big blank, huge disconnect.
1: Also, what is missing from this zombie movie that we watched in cinematics? Oh,
3: all the zombies. There's, there's no like, zombies. There's, like, three zombies, and it's the best zombie movie of the year. There are three zombies. We counted. Well, so then, let me ask
1: you, what kind of zombies are in Last of Us? Tell me what kinds there are. Are there different kinds? it got,
3: like, little heads that kind of come out like, like
1: that. Clickers mm-hmm. are the only thing in cinematics. <laughs> there are I no runners, and there's no big ones. I wonder
0: if that's an intentional choice in order to make you connect better with the human players I mean, and not make it about um, I scary mean, monsters. You, you
3: certainly do. There's there's no there's also, like, really no shooting. Um, the only, like, real death that takes place on screen is, is Sam. Mm. Um, and, you know, to some degree, really Henry. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: Which, you miss Henry's betrayal. Uh, and also, she's like, why is Joel er, fa- falling off the horse?
3: Yeah. Oh. I have no idea what happened there. I just know that some shit happened. And,
1: and He's hurt. He falls on the rebar. Yeah. yeah. He, you, that's not in there at all. So there's really cri- the more, some of the more critical moments in the story – you know, she sees they're going into a, a hospital facility or the Firefly facility. Then all of a sudden they're on a horse and he's hurt. And then it's winter. Yeah, and then it's
3: winter and I mean, he's been in a coma for, what, like three months? I have no idea. Yeah.
1: Also, boss battles, like right after that, boss battles that happen, she doesn't see the resolution on that. She sees the setup for it, and then the boss it's... battle is in the game so you don't see it. Yeah. But did you feel like you watched a complete movie? Could you tell the story, do you think, of Last of Us? with some major missing components. Yeah,
3: there, there's a couple of major missing components, but otherwise it was actually a really good movie. So
1: how long was the runtime on um, all it the was cinematics? Pretty, a
3: little over an hour and a
1: half. Oh that's wow, that's a lot.
3: Yeah. I mean it was actually like movie length.
1: And from my great. she and also she's like, where do these giraffes come from? Oh yeah. <laughs> um she did not she I don't think you knew they were giraffes, did you? Giraffes? You thought they were in mountains or something like that. She yeah didn't well know where they, they
3: were well, they cut from from winter and um Ellie getting away from crazy like fucking mountain men. Um, with chopping blocks and everything
1: too. That's a big gap. She's Ellie's on the chopping block and then they're looking at giraffes.
3: Yeah, like she she runs out the window and then they're together in, you know, a summary place and there's giraffes. <laughs> what happened? How so, did they reunite? As someone we're who's at played
1: an the hour game, so we're gonna wrap okay, up, but good. As someone who's played the game, really quick roundup from my notes here, playing playing the game and then watching it, you don't get a good sense of who the enemies are. Like you don't know when you move from the you're fighting zombies. To fight, or fighting the military to fighting zombies to fighting the hunters there's a long stage where you fight hunters mm-hmm. Hunter? uh, to fighting the there's the guy they ambush them they, they ambush the truck okay. um, with the bus and uh, but you'll get a good sense of that you also get a much better feeling watching all the cinematics back to back what the early cinematics were and what the newer cinematics are so oh, you, can really? actually, you can tell a difference in quality between them in particular there's one where they come out of the sewers at the beginning with tests. And that looks like a very early cinematic to me, or maybe one that was done later and rushed. Hmm. So if you've played Last of Us, take an hour and a half and watch the cinematics. It's, fuck, they're awesome.
0: I may go back and do that. Yeah. It's It's definitely, obviously,
1: not the way it's intended to be watched. But like we've said, Naughty Dog just makes incredible cinematics and incredibly cinematic games. It's worth it to me to go back and watch it. I thought it was interesting.
0: I saw someone tweet, awesome Keyblade necklace. I didn't even see it until I saw the tweet. (laughs) Okay, so uh, thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode of The Patch, and uh, we'll spoil more games for you. Bye, everybody.
1: Thanks for being on the podcast, Ryan. That was awesome.